It's the Nerd Fairy Podcast. With Jim Lovecheck, Dan Granato, and a couple of Jason's Harder Lemonades. Ooh. Nothing like a Jason's Hard Lemonade. It really washes Perfect down. drink for the summer. Yes, or fall. Ah, it's still summer in my eyes because we missed the first two months of it. Yeah? Yeah, okay. it was very refreshing. Very uh, refreshing. <laughs> sorry, if I'm distracted, I am looking at my fa- at the Pittsburgh and uh, game, and I'm lo- hoping that they win. And I just saw Ben Roethlisberger get sacked for thirty yards. Nobody cares. I do. There's thirty thousand dollars on the line here. Well, what are we talking about today, Dan? Uh, today, uh, we actually we're back into it. We got a plan for the most part. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, our favorite underrated. F- comedy films uh films that maybe not everyone knows of it or sees that it was funny at the time yeah maybe they for most people didn't see it so it could be we may be talking about some older films some called classics maybe yeah some things that are like whatever the level is just above cult yeah. classic before hit right and what we may mention like things like in your probably group of friends you love it yeah and think it's hilarious but outside of that you may not like there's one where it's like i was like looking at like the top 50 underrated just to see like if just to spur some memories yeah on some of them and like you ever see, remember the movie PCU it's with Jeremy Piven he no. plays like college fraternity it's like no. Aminal House but in the mid 90s oh god no, I don't it's know. actually a really funny film um really popular in college US college uh things but outside of the US nobody knows it no one knows it. He's in another good movie where he's a used car salesman, but like a mobile one. The Good, the called, Bad, and the... I think it's just called The Goods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie is hysterical, too. Will Ferrell makes a cameo. <laughs> yeah, wasn't he like the guy who like died, his partner that died, because he jumped out of the plane? With a bag of dildos. Yeah, because <laughs> he said... Th- <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's like ones that... Like, another one. It's technically a underrated film because it commercially did terribly because no one else as a whole thought it, but when you saw it it was hilarious like Zack and Mary make a porno that movie is so fucking which I didn't know that was the film that Kevin Smith decided to quit making films really yeah there was a period where he was like you know what I'm done making films and he took a break he took like a two three year break of just doing any kind of directing or writing anything and that's what kind of spawned his like I guess you could say, like, because in his universe, in his like world, they call it the skewerverse or the smodverse, because mm-hmm. um, he's got a very popular podcasting network. Right. And um, he made these films that were like, he started getting back into like the film industry by making films that he wanted to make. Yeah. Because that was the thing, like, he was getting depressed because he was making films that other people wanted him to make. Right. And they were all flops. That's you know you got Jersey Girl, you got your mm-hmm. uh, Geely, that oh, terrible God, film. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kevin Smith. Oh God! But it was terrible. He knows it's terrible. Uh, or uh, I thought it was funny, but he had a terrible time making it. Hmm. Uh, cop out. Really? Yeah. With, he uh, Bruce Willis. Yeah, he that had. Movie was Bruce Willis crazy. apparently made him his life a miserable hell really yeah and he's just like it was just and in the music movie industry like he's one of those actors that people don't a lot of people don't really like working with him 
Because he just an asshole, or because he just like everything has to be perfect. No, he's an asshole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. But um, yeah. So like that on that movie is still, I it's hilarious. That <clears throat> the best line is when they're filming <laughs> in the coffee shop, and then the drunk dude comes up and he's like, "Can I get a coffee?" Black. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and then Craig Ferguson Can't you see like, we talking? White. White. <laughs> I'm about to be Oprah rich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's that actor's name? Kurt uh, Ferguson. Kurt Ferguson, yeah. Chicago, oh. yeah. The, or like the, speaking of Steelers, the scene when they're like in like trying to make the, the movie in the coffee shop yeah. at night and the the drunk Steelers fan comes it was in. It the same guy. No, it was a different, was guy. It a different guy. Yeah, it was a different guy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because it was before they started filming with that line, mm-hmm. I remember. Football. Uh, in this conversation, I just thought of a movie that is underrated comedy that I'm going to talk about. Oh, good old fashioned American orgy is yeah. I've never heard of it. Exactly, it is. God bless it. It is the best comedy that no one's ever seen. It's with Jason Sudeikis. And uh, he and, and just to confirm, it's called Good Old, old like O L E, yeah, yeah, apostrophe American Orgy. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask a question that's on everyone's minds: Is there an orgy in the movie? Yeah, sweet. All the right, whole so movie, they, the basically they, the premise of the movie is like this guy always goes, him and his group of friends would always go uh, to his dad's like beach house mm-hmm. since high school, and they. They would throw all these like the best parties there, right. and they always had a theme. And he was the guy that like was the planner, and, like always had like the theme parties and everything. Oh. And um, the dad decided to he was going to sell the the home, the beach oh, house. So they had to do like a one last send-off. like yeah one last send off, and the, it was the guy from Zach and Mary who was the drunk Steelers fan for real. Yeah, he's in it, and he's the one who's like, dude, let's have an orgy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just and like in the cast it's like you know it's like a well balanced off it's three dudes three girls and everything I think an orgy would hurt the resale value of a place uh, it might have to be a question I ask the next time I buy a house <laughs> uh, excuse me have there been any recorded orgies in here I don't know uh, yes three yeah. uh, uh, the next property please. so that's what it like it's the whole movie is them preparing and it leads up to like the final scene is them actually going with the orgy and there and the, there's funny scenes in the orgy uh kg from tenacious d is in it what? yeah <laughs> yeah he plays like this random like so like for the research for the orgy is they go to an actual orgy to ask questions they audit an orgy yeah yeah and kg <laughs> is like one of the dudes that like asking a question like yeah you gotta do this and then he's like hold on look at me count me down one two ten <laughs> all right it okay. is a great film we'll watch it okay I'm, I'm i'm down i'm down it's like the like the hilarity that you would, and awkwardness that you would assume an orgy would be yeah. let alone one with your friends like what would actually happen in an orgy not like what you see on the interwebs. <laughs> yeah like so do i go for you go first um, no, no. am i supposed to look at the people i'm having an anxiety I'm attack so, so that you one is like the horses blinders so yeah i think it's just you and her oh but god you still got the surround sound going yeah i mean i saw that film a couple years back when like remember that, like when my parents would go on vacation yeah. and it 
essentially the same thing. Not an orgy, but we no, would just have like big, yeah, uh, big parties at my parents' house. And like it was that one that last time when I was just like, "Hey guys, open door policy. Oh, just right. give me a, shoot me a text if you're actually gonna come over." Yeah. And like I would go and our to work. I was working at at, um, at a hardware store at the time, and my one buddy, like I wake up, I'm like, "All right, buddy, you staying here?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna stay here." And I would do a ten hour shift, come back. He's still at my parents' house. And he's like, it was when like. DVR was still new, and there was video on de- demand. Yeah, and he's like, dude, have you been there the, this entire time? I was like, I've been watching movies all day. Dude, I'm like, was, <laughs> I love that. It was like Netflix before Netflix. Yeah. Oh god. You're just like, there's, I could have all these films Anytime at I any want, time, and I could pause them and play them and skip through the commercials. This is Some amazing. Why do we have cable? Exactly. Oh man. Cool. Can I do one? Uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So. Everybody knows the first movie in this trilogy that I'm talking about. It's a comedic trilogy. It's British. Everybody knows Shaun of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Less people know Hot Fuzz, but I think Hot Fuzz is better than Shaun of the Dead. I, I think just, so, I too. I really like action movies. Yeah. So a lot of people know that movie, too. But the third one is called The World's End. Yes. It is just as hilarious as the other ones. And the premise is ridiculous of how they go about doing everything. I don't, I don't I don't know how long it's been since you saw that. Movie. Oh, yeah, it's a it's a group of friends that always had this growing up, they always they had this in their local town there was like a legendary pub crawl and there was like right. pubs or something on that and they like it was a tourist attraction so you'd get like a a menu and you had yeah. to mark them off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you had to get a pint at each one and they could never do it. Mm-hmm. And then they all went their own separate ways and the the leader of their group in high school or whatever they call it over there he never really grows up. So he shows up one day and he's like, we're doing the pub crawl. He borrows money from one guy to pay off his debt to the other. And mm-hmm. they all end up showing up and it turns out the town's been taken over by robots. But yeah, robots it's an alien invasion. On what robots actually mean. Yeah, I mean like those two, um, <laughs> the the two writers and actors that yeah. filmed, um, that's what they did. They, all those films that they did were like just homages to like their fav- favorite yeah. genres. Like, yeah. You got your zombie flicks and yeah. Shaun of the Dead. You got your your action f- flicks hot with fuzz, with hot fuzz the scenes from all those famous action movies. And I'm like, the first time I watched, it, I was like, "Are they doing this on purpose?" And yeah. at the end, I was like, "They're totally doing this on purpose." Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then World's End was your alien invasion yeah. films. Oh man, it just, it's so funny, and the fight scenes are great. Where like the chick attaches her legs to her arms and starts <laughs> yeah. spinning them real quick. <laughs> 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 the best line: They're at the one pub. And he orders them like pints or whatever. And the one buddy used to be an alcoholic, but he's only drinking water. He's mm-hmm. like, I'm over here having the time of my life, and you're over there drinking fucking rain. <laughs> <laughs> or it was like, and then when he just decides to, like, you know what, fuck it. And he just takes like the whole tray of shots and just, and just one ones another. at a time. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. And it's the bigger dudes. So you're like, you know, you can do it. Yeah. Gosh, that movie. I love that movie. The Cornetto Trilogy is what it's called. Oh, uh, okay. They're supposedly doing another, like they're redoing an, uh, another film together. Awesome. I haven't, I don't remember what it's about. I have to look it up, but it's like, I'm excited about it because yeah. I love all their films. They're all super smart and very, very smart and funny. Funny. Like, yeah. Like in Shaun of the Dead where they're flinging 
records at the zombie because they don't know what it is. And then he doesn't want him to throw the specific one because he likes the record still. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Nope. That's rubbish. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Might watch that tonight, dude. I love it. I felt like they made that f- premise of that film of the, at World's End where, like, um, with Shaun of the Dead when they were, like, talking, like, every time it's like, we'll just go to the pub and the Winchester and we'll wait, wait it, it out. <laughs> and they got, like, the same guys in most of the movies, like Bill Nehe. I always mispronounce that dude's name. He's in Shaun of the Dead as his stepdad, and then he's the police chief in Hot Fuzz, and then he's the voice of the alien in the third one. Yeah, he's also um, Captain jo- uh, Davy Jones. Yeah, and he's Victor from Underworld. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that dude's fun. And, like, the way they they, they win, quote-unquote, in the end is hysterical to me. It's the best way to end an invasion movie yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. I love it. It was just... Jog off! <laughs> yeah. He's like, you know what? We're going to make your world better in every way. Yeah, Yeah, fuck you. And then they just dip. (laughs) Spoilers. Uh, But, oh, God, I love that movie. And another one that I I actually didn't know was considered underrated because I love it so much is Role Models. Apparently, that's an underrated comedy. I I love that film when it came out. I mean, I... Paul Rudd is gold in everything I've seen him in. And Sean William Scott, a.k.a. Stifler... It's just stifler and anything, and it's still hilarious. Yeah. You know, he's, like, very, like, picky with his roles. Really? Yeah. So he doesn't really, like, there was at a point, like, remember that terrible film, Bulletproof Monk? Yes. So. And he was in the rundown. He was pretty good in the rundown. He was good in the rundown. Yeah, I love the rundown. Um, But he, like, there's this thing, it's like, why don't you ever see him that much? It's because he actually, to control his popularity... Oh. He picks his uh, the film his like his projects he wants to do because oh, he sweet. and he doesn't want to be always stiffler. You know he ends up being for the most I mean, part. In this one he's stiffler who likes kiss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. But there's another one that he's really good. It's uh, it's called Balls Out, I think, where he plays like a washed up tennis star and becomes a high school uh, tennis coach. That sounds awesome. Oh, it's great. It's a, like it's a low key funny. And like he was really good in was it the Enforcer where he's the hockey guy and all he's good at is fighting people. Yes, that movie is great. Oh man, the uh, he fights like Liv Schreiber. Yeah, it's <laughs> the main fight. <laughs> and Liv, Liv Schreiber is so Canadian in this <laughs> those film. Oh, here you go, eh? Hey, we're gonna do this, huh? <laughs> Or but I'm gonna knock your teeth out, okay? Okay, no hard feelings. I'm <laughs> gonna <laughs> knock you out. I love that movie. I suggested that to my neighbor to watch it, and he didn't like it as much because he saw Slapshot and he thought it was just trying to be a spinoff of Slapshot. Because apparently Slapshot's a 1970s like. Oh yeah, so it's a it's a great film. That's a classic. Um, what is it? Because it was after Road Trip. It was after that the Rundown too, I think. But, I know he did a, one of the voice. I think he might be the voice of the weird squirrel in Ice Age. He voices sure. one of the. Oh, Evolution! Remember him in Evolution? That movie is kind of underrated too. It's yeah, funny. I love that movie. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it's horrible in here. <laughs> when they get sucked into the aliens' anus. What? Dude, and like, oh, 
like the way that they get rid of it is they just head and shoulders it to death. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> of some stupid thing. Where yeah. Like humans are carbon. How are we gonna go get one yeah. down? It's arsenic. I'm like, yeah, I can believe that in seventh grade. Yeah, I was just reconfirming that that movie was called Balls Out, and it is. It's so good. And he wears a Fu Manchu. I think I saw previews for it, and I was like, this looks ridiculous. Doesn't he throw a racket at a kid or something yeah. like that? Yeah, he lives in a Winnebago in the entire film. <laughs> and, like, he's just, like, camped out of like the just because of the high school. And that's how he becomes the coach. He just, like, gets so frustrated by the shitty play by these kids that he just runs out in his underwear and just starts pelting them with the, <laughs> with the, the tennis balls. <laughs> he's like... I'm going to have to watch that. Oh, yeah. That it's great. Fantastic. Uh, okay, another film. This one is a early '90s film. Okay. That I love. My parents watched this growing when I was growing up. They always had this on. It is, and I, even then, I thought it was funny as a kid, as an adult, and it gets extra funny as an adult. Yeah, because you get the other yeah, stuff. The- it's called Soap Dish. Okay, never heard of this. So, it's got Whoopi Goldberg. Okay. It's got uh, Kelvin Klein, Sally wait, Field. W- wait, Kelvin Klein, like the Kevin Klein. Oh, I heard Kelvin Klein. No, I may have said that. Okay, got it. Uh, and Robert Downer Jr. is in it. So the whole, <laughs> the whole thing, uh, movie oh is God, centered, centered around a soap opera, and Sally Field plays an uh, an aging star who's like the diva. <sighs> And Kevin Klein plays like the ex-husband that gets on, and there's just a bunch of shenanigans. He's like, he left it because he thought he was a you know too good of an actor for it. it. Yeah, and it just builds up into this thing where like the last episode they're trying to figure out. um, So it's just basically like the behind. It's like the Downton Abbey. Yeah, but it's like the the real life shenanigans in the outside of the show mm-hmm. is so soap such a, like a soap opera and Sally Field plays a soap opera like diva perfectly and it's just over the top of everything of reactions oh, God, like her so daughter comes in and wants to be that she hasn't talked to in forever and like wants to become be on the show be an actress mm-hmm. and Kevin Klein gets on it doesn't know that that's his daughter and like tries to date her and oh. yeah it's like there's so many things in there and then like like it goes leads up to the the end where it's like they reveal things left and right like a soap opera and it's like so ridiculous that's awesome and robert Downey jr plays like the um the executive and he's trying to kick off sally field's character because oh. she's way too she's big way they're trying to like change it up and like it's like this is so boring, blah blah blah, and everything. Because his dad, I think his dad owns the 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 show or not the show, the television program. Oh, the studio. The studio. Thank you. Got it. Uh, and it's awesome. just, it's fantastic. Like my whatever it's on, I'll watch it. That's awesome. I need to watch that then. Yeah. And that reminded me of another movie that I love with Val Kilmer and Robert Downey Jr. called Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yes, that's that such a good film. So funny. Um. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean I could go on. It's like, Whoopi Goldberg plays like the the writer of the the show, <laughs> and like and she, she's always arguing, and she's the Sally best friend Field. of Sally Field's character. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And it's, it's I don't know. It's all around like it's so ridiculous. It's funny. 
Yeah. That's how ridiculous. Like, it's it's great. It's great. I love that. That's dude. like, uh, Birdcage supposedly was an underrated, like, in this list that I saw. I was like, really? what? How is that underrated? I don't know, dude. I don't know, man. Who knows? Do you have uh, another one? I do. And this movie will always have a special place in my heart. Because one night, me and my brother were downstairs watching TV, and we saw a preview for it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that movie looks kind of funny. So my brother obtained a copy of it and we watched it and it was the funniest movie we saw to where we brought it around to everybody we knew and we made them watch because we thought it was so funny it's fired up oh god dude yes right love that movie the basis behind the movie for those of you who don't who haven't seen it it's the quarterback and the star wide receiver of the football team they they move football camp from daytona beach to somewhere in the middle of nowhere texas so they decide to go to cheer camp so they can hook up with all the girls, and right? The various shenanigans. Well, because they were known, like, in, they set up that they're just known to always be sleeping with Everybody. any girl that they could Everybody. find. The one dude can't even remember people's names, so his best friend has to has to provide it to yeah. her. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Jennifer, dude, you dated her last semester. That's not me. That's it. You got to talk to them. <laughs> Isn't he like like that that blonde dude like like part of like a like a famous family? I know he was in Dumb and Dumb Er Er. He's in one of the NCISs. Yeah, well, yeah, the NCIS uh, Los Angeles. My dad loves that show. I I can't stand procedural cop dramas. It's uh, what's his name? <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, he's an Olsen. Really? Yeah. For real? Yeah. Like Scarlet Witch and the Olsen twins. No, I don't know about that. Oh, <laughs> I'm just joking. Oh, dude, you. But his last name is Olsen. Um, but he's definitely Maybe not. he's a cousin. Who knows? I felt like he was like related to like a Wilson at some point. Like Owen Wilson. And... Oh, because he's got the long floppy hair? Yeah. But probably who makes that movie is um, the guy who's running the um, the cheer camp. Oh, yeah. The guy who's like, yeah, I'll teach you the fountain of Troy. Then I'll teach you to put makeup on a bear. Yeah. <laughs> and, I never knew that guy's name. His name is John Michael Higgins. Mm. That dude is hysterical. Yes. Oh, yeah. He's in. Dude, he's made every role. He's like the. He so was Anthony Tudyk. Yeah. Or Tucci. I don't know how you pronounce his last. Like? But he's like he's like that guy. Like he will take whatever role he's getting. He's gonna maximize that role yes. to any. Always to the nth degree. Always a scene stealer. My super hot, handsome wife, Diora. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your, your, your formations are looser than a kiss from a midshipman. <laughs> um, oh, he's yeah. related to uh, David Paul Olson. I don't know if you know, remember him. No, I don't. He, uh, he's not as, I would say, not as popular as him, mm-hmm. but he was in... Um, Uh, Silicon Pro. What's the more? He was in Ballers for, uh, for an episode. Oh. He was in Ray Donovan. I mean, he's in good shows. Yeah. Um. I still don't know him. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but like the 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 guy who's the cheer coach, he was also in one of my another good comedy of mine, which is it's just basically liar liar, but instead of lying, can't yeah. lying, he says yes is yes man. Mm-hmm. He's the guy who's like, do you think I should throw a rock through the window? And he's like, no, <laughs> yes, yeah. he throws it. <laughs> well, like the other thing, like with with fired up, like the guy who plays like 
the the villain, I guess. Oh the, like, god, Doctor Rick. Doctor Rick. God, he was what such a, a doofus. Seven, ten and a half, Pop Oak. Eleven in Crocs, and then he floors it in his BMW. Shit. And Thad <laughs> Castle's one of his henchmen. Yeah, <laughs> I made a wish on them and threw them into the sky. Oh my god, it's. The it's ends. so much smarter and funnier yeah. than just like two high school dudes go to a when he gets the up. friendship beads from the the, the the cheerleader gay cheerleader yeah he's like what are you doing it's why like, did you put him in your mouth I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I don't like clutter I told you I don't like clutter <laughs> oh my god the film's so it's good so I'm gonna good. have to rewatch that film it's t- tonight so good. oh my god oh, I'm but so like over here crying <laughs> talking about it um i have a couple other ones i'm gonna there's two ones that i'm not really gonna get into it because they're obscure they're very obscure okay uh one is from the guys who created airplane okay naked gun yep hilarious those movies. those uh what hilarious movies oh hilarious movies yeah were they all did they also do was it top shots with charlie sheen or yeah, hot shots hot shots yeah i think yeah ridiculous. yeah there was all ridiculous mm-hmm. So this is one that's just as good as all of them. Really? It's called uh, Top Secret. Okay. It is Val Kilmer. Love it. And he plays a rock and roll spy for the America. What? <laughs> yeah. He's in Russia? He's in... Yeah, he's in Russia for this one. Uh, it's basically... Oh, God. He, it's like a spoof off of the 50s spy movies that Elvis, Elvis Presley used to do. Okay. And... He basically he becomes involved in a resistance movement, and bluntly, the left just they just never stop because it's just like so like slapstick humor after another, and he's just Elvis traveling around doing concerts, but he's actually he's just being a spy, being a spy, That's trying to listen. I love it during the Cold War, that basically. Is great. <laughs> oh my god! There's musical numbers. There's, Val Kilmer singing? Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's him singing, per oh, se, right. but I think he can sing. Well, he did play What's-His-Face in The Doors. He was yeah. in that biopic. Morrison? Is he the guy? Oh, yeah. He did do Van Morrison, and he was very believable. He sounded almost exactly like Van Morrison. Yeah. Um, But the other film, that was that's great, and there was another one that predates all those films. Okay. And it was... I don't know if it, like... It was the start of that type of film, mm-hmm. but it was definitely, it was like four years prior to the airplane, which airplane okay. came out in 1980. Okay. This came out in 1976. Okay. It's called The Big Bus. The Big Bus. The Big Bus. It is about a nuclear power megabus that travels from New York to Colorado. Why, why stop there? Because I don't know. It's just, they're <laughs> saying like it, like it. It could go there and like round trip. It was like going to be like a cross country. It was like the inaugural trip. Oh, okay. but it was going to go from there and then loop back, and it would never have to. Like it was just going to be constantly, like it doesn't have to fill up because it's powered by nuclear energy. Oh. And someone puts a bomb on there, Classic. and each like, it's basically like the the protagonist goes through each like section like it's a train. And like tries to, and like it's all themed different ones. Like this one's the the hot tub room, and this one is you know. So it's kind of like a slapstick version of Snowpiercer. Yeah, and like there's this <laughs> scene where like um 
they start out and then they get stuck in the roundabout and they just keep going in circles for like the entire scene. Like it's super dumb slapstick comedy but it's like you you're just giggling the entire time dude those those are funny where you're just like you don't have to think about the jokes you're like oh this is hilarious yeah it's obviously silly it's a it's a spoof off of a disaster movie that was totally ridiculous at its time and it was called like airport or something okay and so they do like oh mega bus you know (laughs) or let's do yeah the big bus and it had like you know like Pictured like that scene in an airplane where it was the bar fight scene. Yeah. Like, Watch, he's got a broken carton. Watch, he's got a <laughs> yeah. broken candle. Yeah. Basically, take that scene ridiculous and it's like the entire film, you know. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> uh, I used to watch that a lot as a kid. Like, my parents had it on VHS because I'm like, how, I'm, like, even I was like, I'm eight. I'm like, how, where did you find this film? Right? It's so ridiculous. Who thought of something this ridiculous? Yeah. And my, oh, I was talking to my parents one day about this film, and I brought the. All I said was the big bus, and my dad spits out food and almost chokes <laughs> on it. He was laughing instantly, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, that's awesome, dude!" I've got one more to talk about. Yeah. So, it's considered an underrated comedy, but I love this movie, and I used to watch it all the time as a kid, and everybody I know has seen it. It's Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Mm. You know, he's there's another underrated film that that director did uh-huh. that I'll tell, talk about after that. Yeah. So ba- basically, how the, the, the premise is there's this down-on-his-luck private eye who and cartoons exist with humans at the same time. Mm-hmm. So the animation's really, really funny. Like, there's a, there's a cab who's got a New York accent, but there's no driver because it's just a cartoon cab. Roger Rabbit, who's like their version of Bugs Bunny, kind of. He hires this guy because he thinks his wife is cheating on him. Mm-hmm. And then it turns into a Which, huge... by the way, the most sexually yeah. drawn like cartoon yeah, character Jessica for a movie. Rabbit? You're like... <laughs> like what? To this day, there's like grown men... Like, when I, like growing up, there's like grown men. Like there was at like um, the Warner Brothers section in Universal or whatever. Yeah. And it's Jessica Rabbit. Like it's just like cut out and like people are lining up to go take a picture of her. Really? Yeah. They're like people are like she was like as when I was a kid she was hot. I'm like, yeah, yeah but this is like, still kind of weird, dude. Well, not only that, if you watch the movie, she has booby traps when the hyenas reach in there and yeah, come yeah. back. And I was like, huh, booby trap. That's yeah, funny. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> and that stupid singing sword that he pulls up. Uh, Doc from Back in the Future is the yeah. main villain. And you didn't even know it till the end. Yeah. That's such a creepy part. Yeah, that that one as a kid when I saw that, I was like, "You might not remember my eyes, but I'm sure you remember my voice." Yeah, I'm I was like, like, "Oh uh, my god, it's got weird eyes." Yeah, and then the, oh my god, when he dunks the shoe in the the ooze or the slime or whatever it is, mm-hmm. that still sticks with me to this day. Like, I don't throw out shoes because of that scene. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, they all have feelings. <laughs> How can we be doing this? Um. Uh. My f- favorite scene was um, who was the I forget who that actor was that played like um, the, the main protagonist, the non-drawn character. He was Mario and Mario Bros. Yeah, I, I don't remember, remember his, his name. name. But that scene, while you look for it, I remember that the first scene where it was like, so like he is, he hates cartoons because hate his tunes. yeah because <laughs> he's a PI and Bob he hates tunes. Bob Hoskins, thank you. A tune killed his brother. When yeah. He was a cop. And they like the 
they're at like the diner or whatever, and like oh, this guy like <laughs> was making fun of him while he's eating like his hard boiled eggs, and he just makes him shove the eggs in his mouth and just slams his head on the ground. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. And he goes to the bar and he's like, hey, can I get a whiskey on the rocks? And they put real rocks in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tunes. Hate tunes. Uh, well, so that guy who created that f- movie mm-hmm. did a couple other films that were like that. And one of the ones that was another underrated film was, uh, you ever seen the movie Death Becomes Her? No. So that was with uh, Meryl Streep. I'm in. And uh, Goldie Hawn. Double. So they play two aging women mm-hmm. who are trying to fight for um the love of this one guy who was like a plastic surgeon. Interesting. Okay. And he was rich. So they oh, were trying to okay. that was got basically it, it, why like so Meryl Streep was like the guy like plays the um woman that steals Oh, he's played by Bruce Willis, by the way. Ah, and he just plays like a dweeb throughout this whole film. It's and so like, funny to see the guy from Die Hard play a meek character. Right. Like his character on Friends. So Meryl like Streep steals Goldie Hawn, his, him from Goldie Hawn. And she's like, why? It's like, what is with her and everything? And like, you find out that she looked youthful and everything. And she couldn't understand why she stayed so youthful. And it turns out that she drank this elixir from this woman that is a witch who would just what? Yeah, <laughs> and like it made her uh, live forever, basically. So you will live forever and stay young forever, as long as you take care of your body. Got it. And that's where the comedy comes in because they try to kill each other every time, but they can't die. Oh my gosh! And like that scene in the second Austin Powers, use the bazooka. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So they they can't die and like there's like this hilarious like they throw her down and her head's twisted around it's like you bitch <laughs> and it's just it's got that animated like look it's not like yeah. claymation almost like, a lot kinda of practical like, flat effects like, uh, like in Beetlejuice yeah kind of that kind of stuff okay um and it ends with like he ends up dying and, so then they become buddies or something like that. Well, they just kind of just mourn, but they can't let anybody see because they fucked up their bodies so many, so much from killing each other that they are disformed permanently. Because oh. she, that's the catch. Like you need to keep up because you're basically clay, and Got you just basically it. need to keep up, take care of your body. Otherwise, you're is you're just basically gonna live forever and look ugly for the rest of your life. Got it. Okay, that's that's funny. I never heard of that movie. It's I wouldn't say like. It was like it was funny. I don't think it really like it, first couple times you see it, it's probably like oh, it's just funny. But it's like yeah, after a while, you're like, while you're like I'll see it. Not you know, infinite rewatches. Yeah. So I found out while I was doing research for this for, with um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, mm-hmm. the guy who did the voice would show up on set dressed like Roger Rabbit. A core, of course, to get more into the character. character. And I never knew that until earlier today. <laughs> ridiculous and and the outfit is as ridiculous as you think it is he even has bunny ears for the top of his head oh really yes it's it's the most ridiculous thing i've ever seen the uh yeah have you ever seen this is another one that one last one i'm gonna talk about um mcgruber nope oh god that one is fantastic have you ever watched the skits of mcgruber I saw the Pepsi commercial one time during the Super Bowl, and I didn't think it was that funny, so that's why I didn't see the movie. Okay, so the basically the skit 
in there were so I, many yeah. skits that it in itself you can make a movie of the skits. That's how many they were. Wayne's World Coneheads kind of thing from Saturday Night Live. Yeah. So it's basically, you ever watched uh, MacGyver? Yeah, I know MacGyver. So it was a spoof of MacGyver. That's what it is. MacGruber. Yeah. And in the movie, they just, you know, now that they gave him a movie, it allowed him to like really make it outrageous. And it's Uh just so funny. Because, I mean, it's uh, the actor, uh, crap, what's his name? Will. Will. Oh, God. I'm going to hold on. Uh, McGruber is. Uh, oh, that's also in the movie. <laughs> if you saw the film, you know what I'm doing. Uh, it is uh with Will he's Forte. With Will Forte. He's always. I don't know, man. He's funny, but I like uh Last Man Standing. No, Last Man on Earth. Last Man on Earth is hilarious. I only watched the first season because then it's just like it gets better as it goes. Really? Yeah. Okay. So it was pretty funny when like he was going to the bar with all of his friends. He drew faces on. Mm-hmm. That was pretty funny, and then I kind of lost interest. Well, like and like so, MacGruber, mm-hmm. uh, Val Kilmer's the the villain. Oh yeah, and he plays it pretty well. And it's like everyone's like like she's like, dude, he's just a buffoon, and he's like, no, he's not a buffoon. <laughs> It's my worst enemy, but he plays like very charismatic. Mm-hmm. His uh, is his villain's name is uh, Dieter von Kunth. Kunth, oh, C uh, C U N T H. Oh, so so is that like the entire movie? You're just like Kunth, <laughs> like Kunt, Kunth. He's a Kunth. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's a. It's a spoof on like basically all those eighties yeah. action like ridiculousness. Yeah. <laughs> MacGyver, can you get us out of here? Yeah, I got a paper clip and a rubber band. <laughs> yeah. Well he's like they're getting fired on and he's like and like th- there's a guy who's like an actual like Marine or whatever, and he's like they're getting fired. He's like, Brewer, what should we do? What should we do? He's like, uh, all right, give me uh 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 some gum, a paper clip, and uh, uh, a celery stick. What is that going to I don't know, man. <laughs> That's how ridiculous MacGyver was. Yeah. Like, and he's like, just take this gun. No, I don't use guns. Why? I'm like, I don't know how to shoot. <laughs> okay, I might have to watch that. That's yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> That's, it's... Uh, so basically, all the underrated comedies that we've been talking about are like those slapsticky ones. Yeah, so, it's just things that are like you see the, in the trailer for it, and you're like, "Dude, this is gonna be the dumbest movie ever." Yeah. And then when you actually when it gets on TV, yeah. or you find it in the dollar bin or whatever, you're yeah. like, "Whatever, I'll or see it on stream." Like, yeah, I got nothing else to do on a Saturday or a Sunday. Yeah. Excuse me. And. I'll just uh, watch it. And then you're like, oh my God, why have I not seen this movie earlier? Right? I mean, because they're all basically have like the similar premise to like Napoleon Dynamite, but Napoleon Dynamite took off. Yeah. Because it's just, nothing really happens. It's just a ridiculous movie. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, there's like, there's shows that like should not have, like you have that, that shouldn't have done. Or you have like Seinfeld. Seinfeld. But if you look at it like on paper, like it's, it shouldn't work. No. It's like, what is it about? Nothing. There's nothing that happens. What? And then they they pitched their own show on the show yeah. to ABC. What's the show about? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you mean it's about nothing? 
Yeah, but there's just a lot of good comedies out there that you you, you should take a look at. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, we should probably wrap it up there because I think we're done. We inundated him with a lot of movies. Yeah. There's a lot of movies. I suggest you guys pick a, pick one of them because that's a lot of movies. It's six, seven, eight. I don't know. We probably talk about 10, 15 movies. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. what do you, We'll figure out something next week. Maybe we'll uh, do our favorite uh, action flicks or... Or Val Kilmer movies. Our favorite we Val Kilmer movies. We him a lot today. I know. <laughs> He's the new Chris Pine. <laughs> the old Chris Pine. He really was. Yeah, he's that. true. And I only mentioned Chris Pine because someone in our friends group had mentioned, you can't shut up about Chris Pine. I, dude, I'm not going to lie. His eyes are like looking into a glacier. Back to you. He is dreamy. <laughs> so, all right. So that'll be it for this week, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, we hit, uh, we're just over... Uh, 325 listens i think at this point so thanks guys um we'll try to do better we're taking in the construction criticism constructive construction we're not working on are you sure i mean i guess we could because we're always working and building on this friendship oh he saved it at the end yeah all right i'm blushing (laughs) all right see you guys uh i've been dan granado i'm jim lovecheck see ya shit first stop